0: You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotron.com agony. In Hannah Kent's first novel, Burial Rites, set in Iceland in the early 19th century, the author tells the story of Agnes Magnusdotir, who was executed by beheading after being convicted of murder.
1: Memories shift like loose snow in a wind or a corral of ghosts all talking over one another. There is only ever a sense that what is real to me is not real to others, and to share a memory with someone is to risk sullying my belief in what has truly happened. Is the Reverend the person of my memory, or is he another altogether? Did I do that, or was it another? Magnus or Jan, It's the glaze of ice over the water, too fragile to trust.
0: Agnes was billeted with a family in a remote community before she was executed. Hannah Kent heard Agnes's story while she was living as an exchange student with a family in a remote village in Iceland.
1: What I really felt at that time was something that it was it was strange. It was more irrational. It felt like some kind of kinship or resonance that defied easy explanation. You know, I think sometimes we hear certain stories and because of whatever we're going through in our own lives, they hold, I guess, extra importance or extra value for us. And I'm certain that because at that very time I was experiencing conspicuity and social alienation and being an outsider in a similar sort of small Icelandic community that she really appealed to me. I think I saw something of my own life in her story as sort of as strange as that sounds. It was just a a weird curiosity and a feeling of affinity.
0: Kent learned the Icelandic language and pursued her research in Iceland.
1: It was there in the National Archives that I really started to get my hands on those primary sources that I needed. This beautiful, I love this word, it's called Solnaregistur. The literal translation is the register of souls. And it was when the priest would go around from farm to farm in the wintertime and write down who was living there, their ages, their relation to the head of the family, and then Beautifully, it had a little line on how they behaved themselves and a little brief record of how literate they were.
0: There she found the subject of her novel
1: as soon as I could find Agnes in these sources I had a little priest's note about her behaviour and saying that she was incredibly intelligent and that she had a huge sort of literacy ability for someone in her position so that was extraordinary and by that stage because I had done so much research into early 19th century Iceland these little facts were kind of immediately contextualised and they they really triggered my imagination in a way that I wasn't expecting.
0: Kent was acutely aware that Agnes and the crime for which she was convicted would be the object of intense interest.
1: Crime is still incredibly rare in Iceland, and it was impossible to write this book without, I guess, addressing the way in which a heinous crime like this would have this evil effect throughout the community. It has such a huge ripple effect. Everyone is affected by it because there's so few people you know, and it makes people question, I guess, the communities that they love and are a part of. I'm very fascinated in these small, isolated rural townships. Even though you probably couldn't even call the, you know, this area a township, there were no public buildings. This is just basically a group of people living together.
0: In Burial, rites, Kent lets Agnes narrate much of the book in the first person, allowing her to give a nuanced impression of both the storyteller and the story.
1: But in that unreliability I hope to not necessarily convey that doesn't come from a place of monstrosity. It comes from the fact that she has learnt quite early in her life that she can't be honest, she can't be entirely trusting of other people. And in that I hope to sort of explore that ambiguity, the fact that she is incredibly complex and, yes, she has many flaws. And, yes, and, you know, we all lie sometimes to get something or to sort of appear better to people. But that's where I hope to find it. That's where I wanted to locate it, in between, I guess, the seams of these different forms of narration.
0: Hannah Kent's Burial Rites is a compelling and atmospheric look at how intelligence, compressed in the confines of a small community, can lead to violence and vengeance, served up very cold. For The Agony Column, I'm Rick Cleffel. Find out more at agonycolumn.com. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashiltron.com slash agony.